that was cool as fuck. That was cool. As fuck. <laughs> that was cool as fuck. <laughs> Hey, we do cool shit here. You know what? You know what this was? This is the intro. <laughs> yeah. Because we just finished that, and that was cool as fuck. That was cool as fuck. Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this would be the outro, but it's actually the intro. It's actually the intro. We're going to Tarantino it for you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> how is your week going? Our week is pretty good. Yeah. You know why? Because we hung out with PCO. Yeah. And, and now uh, you're going to hang out with PCO now. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, my God. What a cool conversation. It was. What a cool dude. Uh, what a cool mindset. What a cool everything. Man. Ah, I can't like I can't even express how awesome it is to just continuously be inspired by the people that we are lucky enough to have hang out right. with us. Right. I mean, shoot, man. Like this dude. <laughs> yeah. So so he he's an and he says it. At the very end, he's an open book, and it's it's really cool to watch a guy that uh, has done so much. The guy was a part, <clears throat> a major part of the the golden era of WWF. Yeah, and uh, feuded with Bret Hart. Feuded with Bret Hart, well over his jacket, but well, but still, Bret Hart was my hero, man. Uh, and and Bret Hart has nothing but amazing things to say about. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, and he wishes that it was a better uh, circumstances why they, they right, feuded. Right, yeah. But be that as it may, Regardless. he retired. He came back with a, a, just a super cool mindset. Like, Yeah. It's a, it's a great example of somebody that, that did something and was good at it for a very long time and achieved a lot of success, but not what they wanted and not what they thought they deserved. And then got kind of screwed just changed their perspective but changed their perspective later and came back and is enjoying an entire like second career right and killing it like dude's doing killing great it. um what we we allude to it a lot in the, in the uh the episode but tomorrow he is officially a free agent so yeah. he's currently an ROH superstar tomorrow May or may not be. Right. Right. Um, at the time of the interview, we had no idea where he was going. We might know better now, you know, at the right. time of you guys listening to this. Um, but uh, it, you know what? It doesn't even matter because he's just We're, he's making goals and he's achieving them and he's checking boxes and he's. Dude, he's just cool, man. Yeah. He's just a cool dude. Yeah. You know, like it's inspiring. Any and uh, like I sound like a broken record all the time when I say it, but it's like people who are super passionate about what they do inspire the hell out of me because I'm always struggling and trying to be continue to keep that super passion about the things right. I do. Exactly. You know, so for everybody that's listening, like that thing that you are passionate about, that thing that you have a drive for, it's it's a person that has that just like you do 
and he just fed everything into it. Yeah. And created a successful Paying dividends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we get into it, uh, please, please, please make sure you check out all of our awesome sponsors. We got drinkwildbills.com, we've got grillyourassoff.com, we've got poddex.com. All of them use the promo code BACON. You get 10% off your order. So again, that's drinkwildbills.com, grillyourassoff.com, poddex.com. And uh, it helps the show. It helps the show. And if keeps it free. Yep. Keeps it free. Keeps us doing this. And if you guys want to help us in another way and you're more inspired, uh, jump over to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Check it out. There are many tiers. There are super low prices. It's it's not like a crazy thing. But what it does is it helps us. And what it does, what we do on there is we just offer more shows. We offer more content. We offer ad free shows, longer shows, extra stuff, live streams, music, uh, all kinds of stuff. Jump over to patreon.com for all of you that are our patrons. Those of you on the BIMP squad, thank you guys so much. You help in ways that you have no, no idea. idea. Um, honestly, everything we do, we couldn't do if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you for helping us keep this thing going. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in being a part of that and being part of that team, please jump over to patreon.com, check it out, see if it's something you'd be interested in. If not, whatever, no big deal. If so, awesome. Thank you. You are now part of the family. Cool. Um, other than that, let's get into this. Yeah, episode. check out it's this. So good. Yeah, check out this interview. It's it's super fun. We had a really good time. Check it out. When? Oh, we're this game again? Now. Now. All right, so you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore, you can go right. to drinkwildbills.com and they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box yeah. of stuff and it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah, I thought it was at first, but man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh man, snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com Use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Oh, dude. Check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild drink wild build up. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code bacon. This is Paul Bromwell from adfreeshows.com, and you're consuming bacon is my podcast.
What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. The one, the only. Yeah. The French Canadian Frankenstein, former ROH world champion, three uh six-man tag champion, tag champion, NWA champion. He's been in WWE, WCW, you name it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. PCO, sir, thank you for joining us. Much appreciated. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I like it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, this is awesome. This is. Thank you for uh, having me on. Of course. Of course. We appreciate Um, your time, man. Thank you so much. Where where are you coming to us from right now? uh, I'm in uh, on the suburb of Montreal, uh, Quebec, Canada right now. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. You are, what is he, our third? I think you're our third Canadian. Our third Canadian. And what we've learned from Canada is you guys definitely have maple syrup in your blood because everybody's so sweet from there. Everybody is so nice. <laughs> everybody's super, super nice to us from Canada. Cool, cool. It's It's been I, a total I, pleasure, yeah. Although right. uh, We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say he is not made of maple syrup because I've seen him do brutal things to himself and others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, let's. I mean, just jumping right into it, like the things that you do in the ring now, and and for for you know, I'm sure this gets brought up a lot and stuff like that. But like, you're uh, 53 years old. You're gonna be 54 soon. But you do things that guys ha- like half your age are afraid to do on like major shows right so like you know you get your wwe's your aews and they're they're like but you go out there and with or without a crowd you're you're taking these crazy bumps and and here you are you're 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 still doing it every day i mean yeah how do you do it (laughs) it's just about you know i i love doing it you know like i i feel great doing it like it's uh it's, it's not something that forces me. It's something that I enjoy. Uh, it's, just, it's just crazy, I guess. But uh, I really like when uh, when I do something pretty crazy, whatever it's like uh, moonsault on the outside on people or sent uh, uh, on on the side of the, the ring on the apron and uh, on someone or on the apron and, and rolling like someone moves out and I hit the apron and I roll out or uh, from top rope to, uh, you know, the power bomb at the Madison Square Garden from oh my God. inside the ring to, <laughs> to the outside of the ring, right, right on the cement floor. It's, uh, I don't know, like sometimes I try for those moments because while I've, I just got thrown out, it's like I know for, it's like the time stops or while I'm in the air before I'm, I know I'm going to hit hard on the ground and it just feels great. I don't know. It's like uh, I remember like I wanted to do that so, so badly in the gardens and, um, MSG and all the New Japan uh, officials were no 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 please no and then I'm like yes 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 I'm I'm not human I'm not right. human right it's it's the gimmick what don't you understand <laughs> and now that said, no and it was a big argument and then 
Brody King knows me, you know, well enough that he finally told him, you know what? Let him do it because he's going to do it anyways. So, <laughs> and, and then finally they said, okay, we'll, we'll do it. And then that's, it was, that's, I had to fight my way over it. Like nobody wanted it to happen. I, but I knew even Destro, he goes, uh, I'm not driving back because we had the herd and we brought like not the herds, but a big truck with the electric chair and so much stuff. So we drove there and Destro's like, I'm not driving back by myself. You know, I, I need you to come back. <laughs> I said, don't worry. You know, when you're doing your uh, feats of strength, let's say you, you break a wrench on your leg or you know you can do it or whatever. Like we've done so many things together. And I know he's doing like dangerous stuff. But I, I told him, you know what you can control. You know what you can handle. So let me do it because I know I can handle that. So he said, yeah, you're right. So, you know, I like the way you uh, you think and uh, the way you brought it to me and said, yeah, do it. So I did it. That was that was such an incredible spot. And then you do, do the, the, the sit-up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I popped. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to sit up and and probably, you know, hit like my moonsault later on and, you know, go on with it or do something crazy. But in the meantime, I knew it was already something big and it's almost almost impossible like to just to, to sit up from that. So I, I was kind of happy with it. But, uh, you know, I, I would have liked to bring it to another level. But, <laughs> you know. You got to make everybody happy. You know, it's it's a give and take business. You know, it's it's absolutely it's not the shine all the time. Well, f for the people that the, for the people that might not know or might not follow you, um, I just want to get into a little bit of like explaining like who Destro is because you brought him up. Now Destro brought you back to life for yeah. for one. Yeah. And um, one thing people can do is if they jump online right now and they jump on YouTube and stuff, they can find these this this really like crazy video series that you did um, that you did with uh, like these insane, like workouts you were doing where you were like doing feats of strength. You were doing like, you got, uh, you got shocked while you were lifting weights, you uh, ripping the cards apart and everything. And Destro was a big part of that. And Destro is, is a, um, he's also a performer. He was online. He did feats of strength. He's done stuff for years. Um, can you explain just a little bit? Like how did you guys, find each other and how did that kind of like help you or, or move you on to that next phase of your career? Because um, yeah. that was a big part of you kind of coming back in. Yeah. Well, that's what, uh, let's say 10, 15 years ago, he weighed in about 300 pounds. So, and he was doing like, he was a destroyer. So he was like, yeah. he's uh, probably the most uh, actual, uh, not famous, but uh, pound for pound for pound, the strongest man right now on the planet with mm -hmm. with different things, you know, like with hand grips and uh, it's it's hard to to explain, but the all time uh, barbells, uh, all time strongman, feats of strength, uh, barbell club, whatever they mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a club of uh, everybody who does that. Like I'm not really familiar with all those names in, in the United States, but uh, uh, 
I think U.S. Uh, people might know like might know like Mark stainless Henry, steel, and, uh, yeah, stainless yeah. steel, and uh, big buff and big buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many of them. Uh, they do different tricks, you know. And they um, so he, he went over there and because they want to certify if the nails that he bends, if if they're real and. Because, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a big part of that, that it's a, it's like a show and, and they want to, they want to know, they want to approve all your stuff. So the nails, right. the decks of cards. Make sure it's legit. Right? Yeah, it's legit. And everybody's got to try. So basically from everybody there, uh, they, they all approve his things and they, they couldn't believe how crazy he was and <laughs> how much stuff he was doing. And, uh, yeah, so that, that, that so how was, did you guys, how did you guys come together and how did, yeah, did that's what I wanted to say when he was about 300, uh, I wanted to, uh, to approach him because he's a big star in my area. So everybody knows him and he was doing a lot of shows and I wanted to approach him to, uh, to do something where as a big guy it would be on the outside if, if someone was there he was going to break and snap his leg in a half or do things with his hands you know and show all the strengths and it'd be on the outside with like some sort of a bodyguard and use all all the strengths you know because he can like he puts like two friend pie fry fry pan on on top of each other so he was rolling two maybe he could do three wow. uh everything's like so insane like he yeah he did the uh, the world record for the DexF card. It was like uh, I don't know uh, two hundred or I, I don't even know the numbers. But in ten minutes, it's, it's just crazy. His hands were bleeding. Uh, he bent a uh, a uh, penny, you know, the money on <laughs> TV, which is crazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> insane. So I thought, you know, maybe we'll, we'll expose all this strength, and then uh, he could help me get some win. You know, when I was in, in New York or trying out for WWE. Mm -hmm. So uh, after my big runs, so uh, after the Quebecers, after the Jean-Pierre Lafitte, so I wanted to uh, bring him in. So I went to see him. He was not interested at all. So um, then time went by and he lost uh, 168 pounds that he lost. So I was already impressed by the weight loss. He's been keeping it off since that, those times, you know, about 10, 15 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. So uh, now he's 135, kept all his strength, and uh, he's wow. just a guru and... Uh, in the entertainment and the sports, uh, you know, uh, conditioning and things like that. So I went to see him for that. And then we hooked up as friends training together. And then I discovered that he was a big fan of monsters and uh, feats of strengths. And he wanted to gel all that together and train me and, and, and show me how to do it. And, uh, so one day uh, we were just working out together in his gym and I got out of uh, the, ca the cage squat and I was walking towards the wall and he says, hey man, you walk just like Frankenstein. And then I, <laughs> and then I didn't take no it. No like, knees. <laughs> no, it's, it's most, 
mostly my the, the way I go sideways, like I'm okay. put on bear on bearings or something. So uh, <laughs> just the way I walk, it's like uh, nonchalant walking or something. I don't know what it is. Like everybody's laughing at me when I walk, like in front of, in front of them. Man, so, everybody's got a rhythm. <laughs> so I knew what he said that I knew what he meant because I've heard it before. But not the Frankenstein walk, but I've heard mm -hmm. something different. You know, people making fun, <laughs> people making fun of me and things like that. So I knew exactly what he meant, and uh, I was kind of into the idea because I thought it was going to be a cool character. And then the ideas kept popping and popping into our heads, and uh, it's just uh, it's just been like so much fun. It's been like, awesome. already like more than four years on. Yeah. Uh, doing this well that's you you adopted like um jumping onto like the youtube idea and making these videos on the side and releasing them and kind of doing almost your, like your, your own, own promotion your own character development yeah. all this kind of stuff before that was even a thing that everybody was doing and like now of course like everybody's keeping their characters on twitter and everybody's you know um <laughs> keeping their feuds going and trying to stay in, in their thing. But like you were doing that early. Was that something like, did you know that that was like, Hey, this is a way we can further the character. Here's a way I can try and book some things. Here's a way I can get people interested. Or was it just fun? You know, uh, no, I just, I just did it. I, I, I didn't know it was going to have like such an impact on, on my career. Uh, I just thought it was like, to me, it's like, okay, we're starting something, then we got to do it every Monday. Uh, right. For me, the discipline is to be, uh, as you say, you come out every Monday, you have to come out every Monday. And uh, mm -hmm. that was just to be really dedicated to uh, what was the, uh, if we said like once a week, we we had to be creative we had to come up with stuff some weeks you know you don't want to because you don't you're you're tired just back from the road but you have to always push yourself push yourself like anything else in life you know it's like i just think it was like just being uh hard on it and being disciplined about it and then i think that was the the first goal it was just no matter what the results are we just have to push ourselves and do one a week to stay and consistent. That, that was that was the focus. That was the, the the main idea. It was not about the results. It was about just delivering, delivering every week, the yeah. greatest content that we could ever come up with, regardless of the impact. We'll be right back. All right, Jimsy, you think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even like, even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I you sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code Bacon, 
you get 10% off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. ready. I'm, I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So we'll stick around. We'll grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. This is Sam. And Kristen from Conquer Divide, and you're consuming Bacon Is My Podcast. That's no one back. That's awesome, uh, and it's really smart, and it's um, something like we have a lot of listeners that, uh, you know, like we have listeners that are musicians. We have listeners that are podcasters. We, we partner with other shows and stuff like that, and that's just such good, like, it's good advice, you life know, like advice or, it, or, or career advice yeah, just in general, just having that foresight to kind of go, Hey, we're just going to do the best possible content we can for this. And then when it's done, we'll do the next best possible content we have for the next thing and staying consistent. Cause it's so hard to stay consistent. That's, that's one of the other things that I admire a lot. Um, doing like, you know, doing more research on you and like, and your career and looking at it and listening to interviews with you and stuff. One of the big things that um, I took from it is just a lot of that, like setting goals and you have this big overreaching goal, but then setting those small goals and staying consistent because you're super consistent. Yeah. Know? The small goals every day. Uh, sometimes we don't, we, it's hard. Like sometimes it could be months. We, you don't see results. Like uh, everything that I decide to do, whether it's uh, a wrestling thing in the ring, uh, that that's gonna take me maybe six to eight months to achieve. But I'm I'm, I'm being consistent, uh, being very consistent, uh, constant, constant about it. Like every <laughs> right. day, every day. Uh, like I've never done a moonsault before when I decided to to to, to start doing one. And it was, and I had a lot of uh, failures, and I went on the, the net uh, a lot, many times. Like I started on the trampoline, and I was bashing my heads all over the place and scraping my knees and not doing it right. And <laughs> and I went to see a coach, then another coach, then until you know I just kept on doing it, doing it, doing it until I was. Uh, you know, it's good enough for me to do in the ring. So uh, it's just, yeah, same thing, everything. That's like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, like, uh, right now, you know, kind of walk on the top rope. And it's been a while since I've been, uh, you know, spending maybe, sometimes it's not all much time a day let's say 10 15 minutes a day but every day i do it though like every day that i have access to my ring uh every day that i'm at home i'm gonna do it you know if i can have access i won't but every day that i can have access i'll do it and, and i'm telling you the truth 
I, I can't do what I want to do yet, but I'm close, but I'm trying. Well, just the word yet, yet is, is the best part about that because, you know, like so many, so many people get to a point where they're, where they're good at what they do or even great at what they do. And then they go, okay, cool. I'm great at what I do. And they coast. And that's, I, I think personally, and I could be yeah. totally wrong, but I think that's how you lose your passion for things. I think yeah. the minute you stop learning and stop growing and stop Achieving. going, oh, I want to do that now. Oh, I want to do that now is when you start to lose that passion. And um, and watching you like adapt your move set, change your style, change your look, change your character, figure out new ways to go, the way you uh, approach matches, promos, all that kind of stuff. It's always there's always something new that you're trying. And there's always something new that you're putting in there. And it seems like you're always super passionate about it. And just hearing you say, like, you're trying to walk the top rope right now. I'm like, dude, still like you're killing it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's, it's also uh, I want to hop on the top, like from the outside with no hands, you know, just just just, just stepping on right the top the rope. Apron. But right. I, like everybody hold this balance with both hands. And right. I'm telling myself, no, don't use her ends. I, I want to do it like just with just one rope, the other rope. And, and sometimes, you know, it's dangerous because I try, I train by myself. One time I did it, I, I missed on one side and I ended up on the back on the cement floor. And you know, if I would have knocked myself out, you know, it would have been tough, but I got yeah. up and I did it again. So, uh, but How I remember is, I went straight to Destro's house and said, I, wow, man, what a bump I took. You know, I was like <laughs> trying my thing, you know, hopping on the top rope. And then I ended up on my back downstairs. So I hear a lot of I hear a lot of professional wrestlers say that everybody has a bump card that fills up and you have a certain amount that you can do. Do you believe that or do you believe like, yeah, man, yeah, I have unlimited bumps as long as I take care of myself. Oh, bumps! I don't, I don't believe in uh, in the amount of bumps you can take in your life yeah. or in your career. Like right now, uh, honestly, my body feels like, as far as taking bumps, you know, my body feels like I'm a rookie just starting today. That's how I feel. <laughs> like amazing. sometimes, like I choke slam someone, and as I throw him up for the choke slam, I can see in his eyes. That that bump's gonna that bump's gonna be hard for him, you know. And right. I wish I could switch myself with himself because those are the bumps that I love taking. So okay, well, I don't I don't know why it does that to people. Like seriously, and it's not taking anything uh, away. Like everybody's got no, not at all. Things, uh, yeah. You know, like you know, for me, bumping. I always loved bumping. Always it was always a big part of my game. So when we yeah. came out with that Frankenstein, the French Canadian Frankenstein, and uh, not being human, and I'm not human anymore, right. or he's not human, that felt like okay. Now I can really exploit, you know. Uh, everything that I've been in this business before that I couldn't, like, people couldn't understand why would he go to the top rope and miss a front flip on the cement floor 
for nothing, but now we <laughs> right. got a reason, you know, he's, he's, right. he's, he's not, not human. human. He's just, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so it was like, I wasn't a little bit ahead of my time with that, but uh, it works perfectly now. I, uh, so you bring up the is not human thing. Uh, we had our buddy BRCD Bruiser on a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I had a hot take. Okay. So you're, you're teaming with Han- Dan Housen. Which yeah. is awesome, and you guys uh, wrestled at the first ROH pay per view with fans back on the yeah. pre-show. This is my hot take: you're not human. Therefore, Danhausen is using a foreign object. <laughs> Therefore, Beer City Bruiser and right. uh, Brian Molinas win by disqualification. Oh, oh, just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's not what happened, though, huh? I mean, it's not what happened. But it's what I think should happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, you know, if you're not human, you're a foreign object, right? Yeah, 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 that could be good. I mean, there's so many ways we could go about it, you know? It's... uh... All right, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like. No, no, no. I like. I like those ideas because you know that's that's gonna stay in my mind for a while now. It's good. I like the input. input. I'm just just saying, you're not human. You're a foreign object, and that's okay. That could be great. That could be great, and it could be disqualified for using a foreign object. Right, right. Cool. Anytime you get in the ring, it's a disqualification. (laughs) Right. It's an unfair advantage. It, that could be the awesome. new streak. That's awesome. Yeah, that could absolutely be the new streak. So you you brought up the first match back after the pandemic. I wanted to ask you, like, um, so I I saw an interview with you where you were talking about um, like how you found out about the pandemic and things being closed, and how you were at a gym and things were getting closed, and you were going to have to wrestle in front of nobody and stuff like that. Uh, what I wanted to ask is, um, so you, one of the things I, I have a huge amount of respect for, and it's, um, it's also kind of, yeah, I'm in a touring band and we've played in front of one person, like the bartender, you know, like we go to shows and sometimes, Hey, you're in Ohio tomorrow and nobody knows about the show and the promoter didn't promote it and no one's there and you're there for the bartender. But to me, I'm going to put on a show for that bartender as if that bartender is at Madison square garden and it is the biggest show of my life because if someone's there to see me, I'm going to give them everything I got. And you definitely are a thousand percent that, you know what I mean? Um, And I respect that a lot. Uh, But that obviously makes everything kind of tougher it makes right. it tough yeah, sometimes very tough to, very tough it makes it tough to to stay motivated sometimes because like you know like i've been to those shows where it's like okay i guess i'm going <laughs> to i'm going to do this and i'm not throwing myself off of a top rope on the concrete <laughs> i'm just singing some songs i'm not in danger at all i'm not i'm not putting myself at any kind of risk and you are 100% what was it like all of a sudden to be performing for nobody? Um, and the, a follow-up to that, like, is it more, are you at more of a risk for, if you don't go a hundred percent, 
do you risk hurting yourself more than if you are just at 100%? Because at 100%, you're doing everything you can do. At 50% or 75%, is there a higher chance of injury or hurting yourself? What, no, what do you no, think? of course, 50%, there's uh, half of the chance that you're not going to get injured. Like if you're, if you don't take risk, you're not going to get injured that much. So taking risk is, uh, is something that involves maybe some injuries sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. who knows, uh, trying to not to get injured, but, um, accident happens. Like I remember one time I did like I had the an electrical malfunction and I hit the ropes and I dove on the, where there's nobody and the crowd went crazy for it but uh i flew over the mat and i hit the cement floor and i had like 17 stitches on top of my eye four oh, on yeah. the eyes uh, four on the outside and i think it's this one here and um three four on the inside and 13 on the outside it was pretty messy but uh it felt great you know like i the whole thing felt great it's just i hated to have to take a cat scan at the hospital and getting repaired but uh at least we always shot a good video at the hospital like uh <laughs> i had like some people I, yeah. from the dojo i told them hold my phone and while she's sewing me i'm like uh, i was gonna yeah, ask man. but i already knew I'm i already knew <laughs> Good job. The fact Good job. And the, the fact and, and that girl like uh was taking care of me that that, that nurse was going crazy. She said I never seen anything like that. It was cool. <laughs> I made her like the fact that you got 17 stitches stitches and you're just like this is great content. But yeah, this is this I, is great. You know what's funny is like I already knew the answer to my yeah. question because it was like no, okay, but I wanted to take advantage of the whole thing. You know, yeah. might as well being being there and having to go through this might as well turn it into a positive. Well, yeah, I mean, like I I can see that. I can see like okay, you're you got a gash above your eye. You don't know what's happening, but like the first thought is like, is somebody getting this on Get film? My phone? <laughs> somebody <laughs> get this. <laughs> So what, so, so again, back to the other thing is, is what was that like when, when all of a sudden there were no people there, you know what I mean? Like, did you find it hard to do the same things or no. like, no, I mean, it, it wasn't hard to do the same things, but it was just, it's, it's, it's just that you're losing the, the vibe, you know, the people right. are such a big part, like you have, it's, it's like a communication between the crowd and the performer. It's like, we're always feeding off each other. And that's when you realize that the crowd is like the most, you know, sometimes we'll say talent is the most important thing. And sometimes we'll say production is the most, uh, most important thing, but the crowd is also the most important thing. I mean, it's, it's, without them, it's just a different thing. It's it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not as fun. It's it's, it's not as uh, I don't know. We're, I'm just feeding off the crowd so much yeah. of their of their energy, and sometimes if you're into a sequence and then they really want more and more and more. You, you can just drag something, you know, you don't have to always be like a robot and, and just, you know, just be so choreographed, you know, you can, 
stretch in between segments and things like that so mm -hmm. that's what i like about the crowd you know they, they kind of dictate the the way of the match you know the way of the things are going and uh gotta be really attentive to the to the crowd and really work with, with the crowd so uh it's, it's something that was just uh hard but it's probably a great experience overall uh but uh yeah I've been there when I started in the business too. I've been in front of 10 people and 15 people yeah. and 20 people. So it was, uh, it was not different to, to, I was not different to that situation. I've lived it before, but also you have to think, you know, you need only one person to see it and to change it into something else. That's yeah. how I look at it. Well, that's how I get like really passionate about things you know you you don't know how many eyes from the tape that are watching it after that on tv or on youtube right. or all it takes it's, it's just a phone call whatever it's uh it's a you know let's say I'm, I'm gonna go with movies or commercials or just being uh endorsing a, a good product it's just just someone that clicks on the character so yeah. that's that's why I'm always saying, okay, maybe there's nobody here. There'll be people after watching the show, and and it's there forever. Once it's on YouTube, uh, it's there forever. So I'm, I'm I'm always trying to push the right buttons and and find the right reason why I need to perform. I need to give my uh, my my best efforts and give my hundred percent. Commercial break. What's going on guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon is My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and of course, Cooking With, Bacon Is My Passion, and oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about hey i'm nick it from rivals and you're consuming bacon is my podcast <laughs> that's awesome do you that's... have the crowd in your head while you're telling the story do you like even like when there was no crowd there were you were you um yeah like, were you approaching it like like filming a movie would be or would you approach it like i have the crowd in my head and i'm no they're gonna you, pop you, here you, gonna... You, appro you approach it as a live show because you know it's gonna be shown on tv and right. on youtube and on different platforms so yeah when you know when people be watching it it'll be for them it'll be like watching a live show so right. that's that's you want to place your stuff in a way where you're going to be surprised or you're going to, you know, you're going to be uh, doubtful or you're going to be, uh, 
impressed or whatever, whatever the emotions you, you, you're trying to make them feel that you think as if they were there. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. And I, so, so something that I wanted to touch on is, you know, again, so this is your, uh, your eve of becoming a, uh, a free agent. And we're not going to go into exactly what you're going to do and everything like that. But I love the fact that you're approaching these things, especially, you know, like we talked the pandemic and stuff like that, is that you're approaching it as if it's still another opportunity. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing this for a long time. You've been doing it all these years. You came in with, you know, huge names uh, in, in like the golden era of WWF and stuff like that. And you've wrestled all the names, but here you are, you're still how many years later and you're still approaching it. Like this could still get me something else. Right. And, and I love, I love that mentality. I love the way that you're approaching it. It's super cool. Um, Does so ROH is in a, a weird spot uh, with, you know, just kind of their turnover, their change and stuff like that. But how much of the, um, like the young talent, does the young talent at all like rub off on you with with that kind of attitude and stuff like that, or is that just something that you had and you're rubbing off on them? Because here we are in in 2021, and the wrestling landscape is just wide open, crazy right now. Yeah, just wide open. Yeah. So, are are you kind of instilling that in them, or is that kind of igniting in you because you're seeing them? I don't know. Like I I I probably. For me, I know it works the other way around. You know, uh, I'm I'm rubbing off on them. You know, I'm I I I want all those change, and I want to evolve with, with what's going on with them and with the business. And uh, I don't want to always go back to what we used to do. I want to be to what we need to be doing now to have success. So that's my mentality. As far as maybe my mindset, maybe that could be something where someone could like be uh, saying, uh, like to, uh, you know, rub off me maybe, uh, or take from me or use from me or something or, or ask questions about it. And, uh, but it seems like, that's the way I think about it. Maybe people like to listen to, you know, like to those like uh, podcasts or or documentary that I do. But I feel very, not very often someone would come up to me and ask me for advices or or things like that. But sometimes it, it, it does happen. But I, I, I think maybe sometimes people are, they don't want to get, too close or too familiar there's there's something maybe they're uh not comfortable with saying things but uh, i've got like uh, like you were mentioning uh bruiser like he he uh he would come up like sometimes would be traveling in a band or something and it's a like things like you know pco how can you take those bumps you know like how do you do that and then they put me over sometimes you know in front of everybody that happens sometimes with, with different guys but it's uh it's not like let's say we're ready to put a match together i don't feel that 
I've got more attention from all the other guys. I feel like everybody is on their game and everybody's there for like having the best match possible and they don't they don't care. For for them it's like I think for them it's like I've been in the business for five, seven years. I don't know. I'm I'm as as the year equal. Like they don't see me with more experience or maybe more knowledge or whatever. Very, very often I'm asked, uh, I've been asked for uh, my opinions and, and things like that. Well, well sh- if I have to give it, I give it, you know, like sometimes right. I would stand strong on some points where I think it would be important during a match to do something or to to do it in a certain way. But uh, I'm, I'm not really pushy on things. Just when I think it's it, it's favorable to the match. And if if it's a three against one or five against one, then uh, I would just let go with no. It wouldn't hurt me, you know. I'm just I'm just trying to have the best match possible. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to uh, to be the the main leader in there. I'm not trying to take control of everything. That's not yeah. who I am. That's great. Actually, I like everybody throwing ideas and trying to fit minds just uh, in between. I'm not I'm not the type of guy who would you know lay out the whole thing for everybody right right you're not a guy that that writes it out and let's go back and forth with notes and yeah no i i just i just feed off of everybody that's cool because you do hear stories about like people that have been in the business for a long period of time and there's new guys coming in and and the the old guard quote uh, doesn't want to work with them or doesn't want to let them have a say or, or kind of asserts their will and stuff like that. So it's really cool that, um, that you come into it with like that. Hey man, we're going to have a great match. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's, let's do it. You know, sometimes that, uh, there's, there's guys, they have such a great mind for a business. Like I've been in touch with, uh, some guys where they're basically dojo guys, but they, they have such a, a great mind for, for business that sometimes I picked on their brain for new ideas that I have in my mind and I want an option, like an opinion. Mm-hmm. And I would ask, sometimes I would ask younger guys because uh, they have a feel for the pulse for what's going on right now. And I feel sometimes comfortable to ask them what they think about such and such ideas. So That's so cool. Adapting. So cool that you're- and adapting is everything. You know, you're yeah. you're you're learning from them and they in turn learn from you that's 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 what everything needs to be that any uh, but i think yeah, i think it values their opinion i think they feel valued uh with their opinion For sure you know mm-hmm. that i think their 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 advice is even if they're like they, they haven't broken in yet like like you know they haven't had their first match yet so uh i think i think that's that's something i like to do well, you probably, awesome. you probably don't even realize, honestly, how important that can be to somebody. And, and just as somebody who's been in, a, in situations where I've been the newest possible person in that situation, and I had an idea, and somebody who was there, a veteran that was there, listened to it and took the idea, whether, whether we used it or not, or whether it was good mm-hmm. or not, just listening 
ignites something in somebody that's that's learning and coming up and they go, oh man, like I feel better about asking now and I feel better about putting an idea out now and I feel better about letting my, you know, like just doing that, you might not even realize how much you're influencing somebody that's coming up that's going to go on to be great and you had a big hand in it you know, or that's just going to have a match with you that night. That's going to be better because you took the time to actually listen to him and you didn't have an attitude of like a, yeah, man, whatever. I've been there. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big boot, jackknife. We're done. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something that I, I lived <laughs> on, on another life. Another right. Life yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. You know, like, 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 you're you're getting to be the person that that you probably should have had. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool place to be. And I think yeah. that's awesome. You know, yeah. um, one of my absolute favorite quotes from you uh, uh, that I that I learned from like listening to some of your other interviews um, was: if you don't have a passion, you're dead. <laughs> Right. If you don't have a passion, you're dead inside. And what fuels me is my failures is a huge thing that like I've heard, uh, you know, you say in different ways in a couple of different interviews. Yeah. And I found that to be that's such a um, there's nothing more true than that. You know, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, yeah, you have nothing. And if you're not looking at what you didn't do well or you're looking at your failures and learning from them, you're not getting anywhere. Right. Um, what's, um, what do you think like is, is a, is a good piece of advice that you wish you had earlier that you discovered later? Is that the main thing or is there uh, something else? Yeah. It's hard to, to realize when you're younger that obstacles and failures are fertilizer, you know, uh, mm -hmm. makes you grow. Uh, you're really even if you kind of hear the the line, you're like, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> I don't know. Like, when you're younger, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you're, you're, right? Yeah. You're more on top of the world, and you're not so humble, and you think you know everything, and you're gonna be on top of the world, or you're on top of the world, or nothing can stop you. And it was just that. Uh, it's just such a little bit of an arrogance where you, when I was younger, uh, and, and that's what I realized that I should have been so much open-minded, so much more into those things that they were, they were part of my life for like, you know, I was 12, 13, you know, my eye accident. Now, so many things happened to me that I took as a fertilizer, as something that makes me grow. And But when I got there, when I, everything leading to the big push in WWE, uh, when I became the World Tag Team Champions, and then, uh, and then at that point, I realized that, I kind of lost it a little bit where I, I thought I was better than other people. You know, I thought that I had succeed where not too many people can succeed. And I, I, I took too much pride in it. And I, I, I lost, uh, 
a sense of humanity and humility. And uh, I was full of myself for a while, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember my mom trying to talk to me or my dad. And uh, it was just, uh, I was right and everyone, everyone else was wrong uh, for a period of time, for sure. And, uh, yeah, then I hit, you know, rock bottom pretty hard, right. you know, thinking like that. And, and then it turned into uh, being really miserable and hating a lot of things and, uh, and just into, like, being in such a dark place where uh, this came just to come out of that, uh, th- that state of mind was... Uh, with a lot of work on myself to to get more mature and to realize all those lessons that had to be learned you know was and, there a specific uh, was there a specific moment or thing that turned that around for you or was it just over time uh it was over time but it was a lot of different things a lot of different hard things happening to me uh after one after another one and then uh eventually uh i felt like uh i had to change my way of thinking uh, i had to stop hating on everybody and i had to take accountability be accountable for everything that happened to me and i had to, to take that and being responsible and then from there like everybody started to turn into like more into my advantage in my life you know right that's there was a turning point it's hard to say exactly where and and it's been a, a growing uh a, a growth since that day even when you're hitting rock bottom you're still growing but you don't see much of it but then since then i've been having different stages where i feel like each and every time i'm i'm, I'm getting uh more stuff done and uh feel more like uh just uh, more happy and more passionate and more involved in everything that i do more dedicated and nice. really into, that's awesome i yeah i i really love that i love that story like and especially you you took a, a what a five-year absence mm-hmm from, yeah. from the ring and and like here you are later on now there's there's a lot of guys that don't even do what you do right now and it's like okay well after the fact i left the ring and i was super jaded and I hated it um and they don't go back and here you are coming back reinventing yourself and doing things beyond I mean, like what I I could possibly do. Like <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. How, like how cool is that? You 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 became a world champion. Like your your second career, your second run. Yeah. <laughs> like how awesome is that? Do you think? Do you uh, think that you? Um, do you think that that was sweeter because you kind of like did that restructuring and found yeah. a different vibe and everything? Definitely, definitely for sure, hundred percent. This was very much more appreciative like oh i was like i could enjoy more uh each and every step of it going you know climbing that ladder all the way to that title uh it was uh 
was a hell of a year. 2019 was a hell. Oh of yeah, year. man. Yeah. It was like you earned it. You earned the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> every 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 show was so special. It was something new that happened all the time. Like during that 2019, the the whole Ring of Honor, the six man tag, the the, the world six man, the world tag, the NWA tag, the the world championship it's just climbing i was climbing up you know like success after success after success that was it was an awesome year yeah it's yeah probably the the greatest year ever in pro wrestling for me um i'm i'm i just like i feel like i'm still short of what i had envisioned in my mind so i still feel like there's a big event a big something i i can't put my finger on it but it's it's got to be something bigger than that and uh that's why uh it's not because i need the money it's not because you know i have to wrestle for no it's got nothing to do with that it's 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 really i want to really accomplish myself to the fullest i i don't want to leave any regrets and uh on the table, uh, I feel like I can go, and I want to go uh, until I really reach that level that I was. I felt I was destined to 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 uh, to attain. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fate put into that. You know, it's not easy that every day to to <laughs> to always have that main objective in my mind. Right. But but it's 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 so it's like a huge flame inside of me that doesn't want to extinguish. You know, it's it's still burning hard. That burning desire is still there, and it's it's not always easy. But I, I think for me, when I lay down my bed every night, I think there's a voice telling me it's worth the fight. It's worth the hey fight. Hey man, if it was if it was easy, everybody. Yeah, would everybody would just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for so, the fight. So before, like, I want to ask you one question, and then we're going to jump into. Um, we have a we have a sponsor called Poddex, and so we're going to ask you a random question from something. We'll explain it in a second. But uh, before we get into that, I just to go off of what you were just saying. I know that a few years ago, that that big overarching goal was like. Hey man, Undertaker WrestleMania, right? Yeah. And um, that doesn't look like that's going to happen now because of Undertaker. He quit, you know, like it's just that's his fault. But uh, but do you have a specific goal in your head, or are you just kind of looking for that thing now, that feeling, and are you chasing that feeling? Yeah, sometimes I feel uh, I. From what I hear, you know, because, you know, you get the feed off of what people are saying. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be a big uh, Sting match, maybe a Jericho match. Oh, I would um, like to see that. I would like to see either of those. I'd love to have like a huge, maybe Cody Rhodes or Kenny Omega angle too. I just because it, at one point, you know, it was supposed to be me and Cody on, on a show. This was supposed to main event with uh, not Cody with Kenny, and 
I've worked on a few uh, shows where we were on the same card, but we weren't not wrestling each other, but I was before him and it was after me. Well, we were like, you know, just matches in between and uh, uh, always like that guy. So, so there's, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's something big out there and, and it, it could be also, uh, it could be uh, with WWE, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, to be the guy like just the AEW guy. Uh, you know, I know, I know, no, but I know that only Vince could probably, you know, Vince could know what kind of entrance it takes, you know, to make right. everything gel together. You know that the, the entrance that, uh, you know, the Madison Square Garden entrance was a hell of an entrance. It was probably, it was so yeah, good. probably made history in, in Ring of Honor for forever. You know, it's probably the greatest entrance in Ring of Honor history from from, from what they told me, you know, from, from the executives. Oh, oh yeah. But, but I, I think that we can bring it to another level, too. I think we can yeah. bring it to another level. That was awesome. Like, uh, I, like I, I really had, like, goosebumps and that was like really tripping but uh awesome. i i think there's another level of that and I, and I think wwe they're they're good for for things like that so i feel like i have unfinished business with wwe but i like a lot of people on the other side that i like too so uh, uh i can think of people yeah. in both companies that i would love to see I'm with just, the yeah I'm, I, I'm like, I would okay. like to see i mean i know i've, I've seen you a little bit with with tommy end I would like to see a Malachi Black on a high profile. I think that would be pretty yeah, sweet. That would be pretty sweet. I would like to see yeah. that. I'd like to see a Brian Danielson. I think that would be pretty sweet. I'd like to see a Suzuki. Oh. Yeah, I think that would be pretty amazing. Oh. Yeah. Those yeah. guys just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know, the, the GCW is good, too. Like, they're, they're yeah. doing great right now with Matt Cardona, with oh, John, yeah. uh, John Moxley. Gage. John Moxley's another one. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I heard you're you're looking to possibly work with them again, and I, I hope that's true. I I just recently ordered my first real like I've watched matches. You know, guys have gone, oh, you got to see this, so I'll, I'll watch highlights and stuff like that. But I actually sat down and watched my first real GCW uh, uh, pay per view recently, and I was like, man, this is ECW, and this is awesome. Yeah, I love it. It's it's like a lot of uh, you know really really good matches, but then there's also like a lot of that weird gimmicky stuff. But yeah. like, but the matches that are really good are really good, yeah. <laughs> really good. So exactly. I would love to see that. So we're gonna jump off of wrestling right now because um, we have a sponsor, and the sponsor is a company called Poddex, and what they do is they put out a uh, a series of cards with uh, questions, uh, interview questions, uh, just weird questions, uh, interview topics, stuff like that for podcasters. And they're a sponsor of the show. Uh, we love them. We appreciate them. And so what we do is we make a segment where we take our guest and we give them a random pod decks question. So we're going to give you the opportunity to choose from one of these decks of cards. I'm going to give you the topics that you get to choose from. And we're going to do a random question for you. So what we have is we have uh, our basic 
interview deck and interview tech two. Mm -hmm. So if you want to think like Mr. Wrestling and Mr. Wrestling two, we got those. Um, we've got our, uh, how dare you deck. We've got our, <laughs> we've got what the heck? our, what, what the heck deck. We also have our WTF deck. If you're into the, what the fuck <laughs> type of questions. And, uh, would you rather, and we have a, would you rather deck. So, out of any of those, is there a topic? Is there one of those that kind of pops out to you that's like, I'll answer one of those? Uh, or if you just want to pick my color, you can just go pick for a color it. too. That's fine. <laughs> well, uh, just, uh, just, just, uh, just pick one on each deck. How many questions do you have? Oh, no, we'll, we'll just do We're one. We're just going to do one from just one deck. One? And that, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's you quick. just got to pick one of the decks. That's all. What the heck deck then? What the heck deck? There we go. What the oh, heck? Let's do WTF it. WTF or the WTF? Oh, oh, WTF. Let's oh, do it. WTF. So WTF. I like the WTF because it's got like the old school MTV logo on it, which yeah, is pretty fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. Mike's going to take it and shuffle because I can't shuffle. I uh, I did I can't do live and work in Vegas for a year, Las Vegas, but I still yeah. can't shuffle cards. <laughs> I'm pretty terrible at it. So he's going to do that. And while he does that, I'll just let everybody that's listening know that you can go to poddex.com. You can check out all the decks there. You can uh, check out some random questions. They have an app, so you can put it on your phone. Um, they also have some cool merch and stuff like that. Um, and if you go ahead and uh, decide to order anything from Poddex, you just put in the promo code BACON. Yes. And you will get 10% off your entire order. So, uh, so yeah, definitely go over to poddex.com, check them out, and uh, get yourself some stuff. And uh, what's your baking it up over at Poddex? Uh, so, okay, so what we are going to do is we're going to yeah. fan these out here. Yep, fanning out the Poddex questions. I'm going to, going to slowly move yeah. my finger from left to right, your right to left. You tell me when to stop, and you got a question. Okay, are you going to put the video together or – Yep. Oh, yeah. Do... Yep. We'll edit it. You're, you're no, okay? you're good. Yep. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you're you good. when to stop. All right. You tell us when to stop. Stop. Stopping right here. Perfect. All right. Oh, in one sentence, PCO, how would you sum up the internet? And feel free to be as dirty as you want to be. <laughs> no, addic addictive. <laughs> addictive is, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, in a way right. that, you know, when uh, when you, you're you using internet, it's a good thing. When the internet is using you, that's a very toxic thing. Yes. That is the perfect sentence. That is a <laughs> quote. That is yeah. a quote that I'm going to use. That is going to be a quote <laughs> that I use as well. You're good with the quotes, man. I got to say. I'm <laughs> just a quote, man. You got some <laughs> you got some good ones, man. Seriously. I, I mean, it, it's it, we're we're in like a really unique age and and again, you know, we keep saying it like we're musicians, so right now the internet makes it easy for us to be musicians but also makes it super hard for us to be musicians. Yeah. And yeah. I can see that being like, so for you, you, you've, you've got a fan base and stuff like that. So you were able to use that as your like, okay, I, I'm going to recreate myself. Yeah. You can but reach then, that fan base. But then also 
on the other end, like all the all the negative stuff and the dirt sheet stuff and all the uh, just all that stuff. That's the toxic part. That's that's where they yeah, use you. It and it's it's yeah. rough. It's rough. It is, and also when I when I when I say when they use you when when the internet use you is also when uh, if you're not to if you're not able to discipline yourself where for a certain time for business purpose you can you can get on it, but if you're always scrolling TikTok videos just to have like the dirt, like you said, and just have like people complaining, bitching about things and you're staying on there and you're, you're not doing anything really, uh, you know, uh, that's going to bring you any, anything that's you're basically wasting your time, you know, right, uh, being productive. that's when I feel that yeah, unproductive or, when you're not doing something productive, if if you're there online, and there's tons of videos also on YouTube that I, I've listened to and I I re-listen to because they're really, they're really good videos that really uh, you know uh, uh, make make me better or or are things that are really good you know it's 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 not any dirt or anything, but. Um, it's it's easy to get lost and just to get scrolling just watching things and with no purpose and uh, i think this is toxic too you know this and, yeah. and all the bad the bad things but like who's got you, you have to stay focused and... yeah you just have to yeah. stay focused on your on whatever you want to accomplish and i, like, I try and remember that the the internet is like a fake world yeah. And so if I spend all my time living in a fake world, I'm not living in the real one. <laughs> yeah. And so it's the, it's fun to visit the fake world. Right. And right. Check it out. And like, yeah, I can get lost in videos all day long on YouTube, on TikTok, on whatever. Um, anything that entertains me, stuff like that. But like if you're just going on to like be mad or make other people mad, then, you know, maybe maybe think of something else that you could do with your time. Right. <laughs> Yeah, try and enjoy I'll, things more. Yeah, well, sometimes I get caught up, you know, in watching like different like uh, TikTok videos for for no reason. And when I watch, you know, the time, and I say, "Oh, I've been on that for thirty minutes. That's way too much," you know. And then right, right. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, I do control my phone, and my phone doesn't control me, so I'm in charge of it. My phone's not in charge of me. Or internet is not in charge of me. I, I am in charge of of the internet and, and what internet is going to bring me, or what I'm going to use it for. And for right. me, it's a it's, it's it's a great way to promote my career and everything that I've done or that I do for to to promote everything in my career. But uh, I'm trying to know to uh, to stay there. You know, uh, I don't yeah. want to. Uh, to 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 be more than thirty minutes a day, forty minutes a day. That's the way. My average last time I checked, it was at twenty five or twenty minutes a day, which is not that much when you. That's pretty good. Oh. When you put like you put on like uh, a lot of posts and a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I'm pretty uh, pretty good at it. You know. So. so what what kind of video? Like, what's the topic that 
can totally take up your time <laughs> that like what's a thing that they can that totally rabbit hole that you rabbit fall hole into. pco is it like is it cooking shows is it cat videos is it <laughs> what is it what's the thing what uh, what will right now you see right you go, now okay i'm in no right now what gets my attention for no reason whatsoever that doesn't bring anything to me in my life and I think there's a reason for that, but it's all, it's everything surrounding the pandemic. Everybody, yes. you know, coming up with different theories. Is the mask good? Is the mask no good? Is right, right. what the vaccine does, what the vaccine don't do. All those topics right now, I, I yeah. do scroll a lot on that because I want my life, you know, my wrestling career to go back to normal. <laughs> that's why yeah, I'm so yeah. interested. We're all, we're all looking for that. Like, yeah. when can so I play shows why, again? <laughs> so that's why, you know, like even like TV, I'm trying to do something. I'm not a big TV watcher, but during the pandemic, what happened is like, okay, then I got the news here at home and then I'm trying to get my Fox. So I got both sides of the stories all the time. Right. And, right. and then, and then usually, Never in my life I would be, I would really care about politics. You know, I'd say, you know, I could live on my life and it wouldn't have a big impact on my life. But mm -hmm. during that pandemic, every move, everything that they came up with was a direct impact on my, my career, my life or, yeah, or, yeah. you know, what, what I like to do, you know, and, and I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people, but you know it was not just a matter of uh, are we are we too economical or we're too uh health wise or is it too much of one too much of the other and then you know the same dilemma that everybody went through you know you're trying of to course, find yeah. uh, the right middle of it you know where where can we go where the economy won't be so affected and people won't die like crazy where everybody's going to be okay and the economy is going to be okay and the border will be like opens for good you know because right yeah after these messages we'll be right back you love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast but you need even more bacon well just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? Hi, this is Annie Stoic from Jackknife Stiletto, and you are consuming the Bacon Is My Podcast. Back to you, Jimmy and Mike. So I'm, I, I had, you know, it was okay to go, you know, uh, because it was like, you know, I was going to work, so uh, they couldn't stop me from working. So I was okay to go across, but like a few times I had to quarantine when I came back to Canada for 14 mm -hmm. days in my house. So it was like, you know, it was not, wasn't that cool? Was not cool at all. And no, especially felt, if you got like if you're working and then you come home and you're only home for say you're home for ten days, and you got a quarantine. And I couldn't for see 14, my daughter. I you can't see, see your my daughter. Parents, you can't see yeah. nobody. Yeah, basically nobody. And, yeah, that's that's <laughs> rough for being on tour, yeah. man. That's crazy. Yeah. What's um so other than other than getting caught up in stuff that has 
a, a professional effect on your life or zero effect on your life, what's something that you do search for just for entertainment purposes? What takes your mind off of, uh, what do you do when you're not thinking about wrestling and when you're not planning your next move? Like what's your, yeah, sometimes I do watch video, uh, wrestling tapes, you know, wrestling, uh, matches. Yeah. Uh, just to get inspired, like from all kinds of area from the old times to today to whatever, you know, mm -hmm. uh, especially if I got something in mind and I want to look into a few things just to make sure it makes sense. And, uh, that's that wrestling that's a big thing and also sometimes i like to just go and watch like i'm, I'm really into arm wrestling as well it's a, another passion of mine you know oh wrestling. cool and i i i this morning i had the, the, the privilege to uh to pull with a devon larat is a world champion right now and he's one of the greatest of all time with uh john brazink and uh it's just to just to spend some time with devon and a bunch of uh world-class arm wrestlers this morning that was awesome so uh, ah, it is awesome I, I posted that video uh, everywhere too on, on all my social social medias and uh yeah it was a blast uh, i mean devin uh, devin is such a star devin larat is such a star in the arm wrestling world like i think in less than 10 15 minutes like i had already like five thousand views or three i don't know it was a uh, <laughs> It was amazed. Wow. I mean, he's got How? he's got a huge name. The the arm wrestling community is so big on on uh, YouTube, and uh, yeah, I, I posted right away. Like it, it blew up, you know, pretty pretty fast. So I don't. How know long have you been into that? Has has that been something uh, you've been that's, into that's, an, that's another like thing that you know. Uh, Destro is a big arm wrestler. Like he's been for a long time, and he's really good. And uh, I was going to practices. And I was always a witness watching everybody going. And, yeah. you know, and, and then everybody, when they do start arm wrestling, they're always scared of snapping their arms, breaking their arms. Because it's very, very hard on the elbow. It's a lot of tension yeah. on the elbows and the shoulders. And, uh, and but then I said, well, the hell. You know, I'm not human, so what do I care for? So I went, I went in and uh, I started to you know to, to to go with the guys and uh it's it's, it's been uh it's been cool because it's, it's oh nice Have you got yeah any, uh... you know like i've got a pretty boring life in a sense that my life is very exciting but if if you if you compare where i was when i was maybe 35 or 40 where you know i'd like to go and party and, and be surrounded with beautiful girls and and being the center of the attentions and right. uh you know uh, I've, I've done it all so now i'm at the point where you know um i like to just to be totally fresh every day go to bed early heat clean train like uh train like a horse and uh <laughs> train for wrestling train uh for um for arm wrestling and uh it's all my focus is there and 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 sometimes there's there's some things that i i, I think i i could uh, i could have learned a little bit earlier on but uh and, you know it's it's easy to say so i i, I know remorse basically but uh it's just that uh, 
when you realize sometimes that you were doing things that were not productive at all and it was just a simple <laughs> right. waste of time and bringing like dopamine to your brain <laughs> in a quick way where you know you didn't really have to work for it so uh just just realized a bunch of things like that and that's just it makes me more hungry for what i for what I value and what I want to achieve. That's man, great. That's, awesome. that's so awesome, man. And so, so now you're, you, you're obviously working on another career in arm wrestling, right? Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just, uh, it's, it's, it's just on the side because I feel, I feel doing this. It, it's, it doesn't take away from my, my, uh, let's say my workout that I would usually do, you know, uh, it, it really keeps my arm pumped and uh, my forearm and my shoulder and it brings a lot to my arms and to my look and in the meantime i can use these trainings for arm wrestling and i could I could use them for also building mass and strength so it, it's not a waste it's a good uh compound it's a good uh, combination you know it works well together so one doesn't take away from the other yeah but i focus more on the my 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 ring and my wrestling uh training but when i feel that this it's not like 30 minutes a day that takes away from my full workout. It's it's incorporated in my workout, so right, I feel right. good about it. And and I'm having fun during those practices and meeting all those people. And it's it's a community, which with community. Oh, it's feel a huge, and, like, huge community. And, yeah, that's a lot of fun. It's yeah. Michael that's Todd awesome. from Texas. He's an awesome guy too. I, I first uh, met Michael Todd uh, at Madison Square Garden. Where we had a uh, arm wrestling like tournament in between the wrestlers, and um, and then the starting there, it's, it's it was kind of uh, okay. Uh, that's cool. I, I want to do more. I want to learn nice. more about it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Like, it's inspiring. It's just inspiring um, to. I mean, one of the things we do on the show is we just want to talk to people that are. Uh, that have a lust for life, you know what I mean? And they, and they are passionate and learn new things, go for new things, are always open to a new experience or becoming better at the thing that they're doing. And it's just, it's all about inspiring yourself all the time and then inspiring. And then by that, you end up inspiring others, which is really, really cool. So, yeah, I mean, so like you're talking to me about, you know things that I like on the on the net too. Like uh, I like everything that that motivates me. Like yeah. uh, and on different subjects, like uh, Porto Vidal. I don't know if you know him. Like that's no. that's a guy that for a while I was watching his videos and the way he thinks and, and things, and that really got me doing a lot of things that I hated doing before. And uh, <laughs> just, just I've learned so much from him. And same thing with the arm wrestling with, with Devin, just uh, the champion mentality, so to speak. Like sometimes you just go on this YouTube video and you see the mindset and, and that transpire into everything that I do and into my workouts. And 
and different other guys and different other philosopher and guys like that. I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to build up more layers of, of motivation and mindsetting and things like that. That's, that's really what drives me on, uh, on YouTube too. Nice. That's hey man, awesome. I think you're doing it right. I really do. You know, like that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and we were just talking about it before too. And it was just like, man, I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. Like, there, you know, we, we, we talk to a lot of people and stuff like that, but uh, I mean, you know, we, we Mark Marrow was one guy that we were like, feel really good. We talked yeah. to Nick Aldis and Nick, Nick Aldis was, man, we feel really good after this. And, and now speaking to you and talking to you about your, coming back and changing changing your outlook on life and stuff like that i hope i hope that our listeners our consumers everybody who's watching and listening get what we got out of this because yeah. this has been like super cool yeah thank yeah. you thank you so I, much I, for I, I, yeah i'm really uh wide open i don't hide that many things like i'm pretty uh, see through things you know so uh yeah it's um uh, I, I just feel like if I, I hope that, uh, you know, it, it could inspire someone if it does, you know, it's, 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 it's just a bonus, you know, like, uh, yeah. Like, like well, I was saying, was, I've, I've, I've listened to so many people that inspired me. So I, it's, it's hard not to be inspired when you get inspired with someone and, and, and it's like a chain reaction hopefully. Yeah. Well, dude, I'll tell you right now, like, I've listened to you for the last hour and I'm inspired. So thank you very much for spending right, time yeah. with me. And hopefully cool. our listeners are inspired too. Yeah. Like, this, um, is, this is the best part of what we do and, and why we do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is the coolest thing. So uh, we appreciate your time so much. We're going to wrap it up here uh, because we appreciate your time and we know that you're busy and we're keeping you late. So we appreciate that. But one more time, please let everybody know where they can find you online, where they can find everything about you, and uh, let our listeners know what's going on. Yeah, on uh, YouTube at uh, PCO Pierre Calvillet, or on PCO is not human on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Awesome. Yeah. We'll have links for all those. We'll things. have links for them. Uh, make sure you follow those links because yeah. those links are going to tell you what. He turns into a free agent yeah. tomorrow. And there's a lot of goals yeah. happening, I can tell already. So. so he's got a lot of things going on, and he's got a lot of goals. So follow that. You'll know where he's going next. Uh, so PCO, thank you so much for being on. We really, really appreciate you uh, taking the time and hanging out with us. And for being not human, you're a superhuman. Thank you so much for hanging with us <laughs> thank you guys and uh wishing you like uh best of success in, uh, in your career and uh keep keep killing it with the podcast it's it's awesome thank you for thank having you me. so much thank you glad you had fun everybody thank you for listening and always remember to ask yourself every day what's your bacon what's your bacon so that was awesome still buzzing still buzzing off of that yeah um, you heard the intro, you heard the interview, you know, it's awesome. Where can they find you? Uh, I am at me, my own self, Mike, both on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, actually you can ca catch me on the Facebook at me, my own self, Mike. 
my band is Something Heavy. You can catch our new single, Surface. It's out now. Uh, it's on, good. It's really good. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, on all of the streaming platforms. And you can find Something Heavy at Something Heavy Music on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then also, you can catch our music. Yeah. Like, we have music together. We do have music together. And we're going to put another song out. Yeah. You've heard it here first. The reason why I'm doing this is because it's not done yet. Right. But So now we have now to. Now we have to. Now we have to do it. Right? right. So I like your thinking. Yeah. That's, see. Smart. I like it. Keep it, keep on it honest. I'm on board. Uh, so Bacon's My Passion. You can catch our, our, our singles. We're going to put them out periodically. Yeah. Uh, just Spotify, whenever. Apple Music. All of the things in Gypsy, where you can also find Bacon is my podcast. Yes. And you can also find Bacon is my podcast.com, where you can check out literally everything. Our episodes are on there. We've got all kinds of cool swag and stuff on there in Bacon is my fashion. We also have links to all of our sponsors on there. So if you uh, don't remember the sponsor from the beginning of the show, you can definitely jump on baconismypodcast.com and check out all our sponsors, get some good deals on some wide bills, wild bills or some uh, grow your ass off or pod decks. Check that stuff out. You can find me. I am Jimmy G. I am Jimmy G's shoes. Jimmy G's shoes on uh, the Twitter and on the Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and you can find my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net. There are links to everything and you can find us everywhere and check out yes. our most recent single, Say It All. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, you should, what's left? I mean, you should ask yourself something, right? There's a thing. There's a thing. What is that thing? It's a thing. It's a... Uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, I lost it. Um, um, what's your bacon? What's your bacon?